Whiskies and Empire Building episode 12. We're back with the fuzzy friend Marcus Wickwar. Thank you. Very welcome. I love my interest. <laughs> Today we are going to discuss perpetual education, self learning, yeah. and all things enlightenment. Yeah, brain bulging. Brain bulging. Um, we're talking about this because it's quite a permanent thing. Um, obviously, I do run a mentorship company, so I'm a big advocate of learning. Yeah. I massively, now I'm, I'm opposed to traditional education, but I'm not opposed to education itself. Um, I just think there's better ways of doing it. Yeah. And we're gonna to bring to you today a bit of a discussion, whether you like it or not. If you don't like us, we're just stop listening to it, can't you? <laughs> on simple solution. Simple yeah. solution, just turn it off. On our thoughts behind it, maybe what's helped, how I've used it, how Marcus has used it, but yeah. yeah. Kick it off, I suppose. Did you did you like school? No. <laughs> End it there. End it right there. School. School I like from a social aspect. I think I knew from a very young age that school itself wasn't what it was in my parents and my grandparents' generation. Like post Second World War, school was great. Like you could actually go to school. You got kids with a piece of paper that would pretty much get you a job. If you went to university, great. Yeah. But in that situation, it worked. Yeah. There was a golden era, and mm. that same message, and unfortunately our parents and a lot of people's parents that are watching them have basically had this experience where education was great to a certain extent, yeah. and it did, okay, the education maybe not have been great, but what it got you was a great life, right? Yeah, the opportunity. The opportunity from the education, which now no longer exists. So the problem is, society and culture has been built around this whole message that go to school, follow the path, da da da, da you'll get a job. How many people do you know that went to university there? I went to a good university, did a very good degree, and never got a job. They yeah. ended up working in Albi or mm-hmm. some sort. Not that it's a bad thing, but they didn't expect that. Yeah. It, it, it doesn't work. It's broken. It's a broken model now. Um, so, yes, education is probably the single most important thing in terms of self-growth. And we're talking about from a financial perspective, increasing your ability to earn, yeah. to communicate, to socialize, etc. Education is huge. Mm-hmm. What's your opinion on school? Um, I don't know actually. I did enjoy it, but I think yeah, like you said, it's more the social element. From a, from a learning, what you were going there for, a, like the, the direct. I, I don't know. I just remember from a very early age loving learning. So I actually I enjoyed it from like just being like a bit of a knowledge sponge. Right. But I don't think that was. Definitely wasn't secondary school that is still there. I think that was something that I I personally learned at a very early age, was just to want to know as much as I could about as many different things as possible, which made like school and college and that kind of thing like I found it easy. To be did honest. you did you have fixed goals when you were younger in terms of what you wanted to do? Uh, no, I, I, well I distinctly remember when I was in primary school I wanted to be an archaeologist right that's what I wanted to do so for me the reason I disliked education so much uh, actually up until GCSEs was that I always wanted to do things um, I had different things I wanted to do in my life but I realised the things I was learning weren't actually aiding me in that thing yeah. so therefore it was like why the thing <laughs> am I learning this which is a question we get all the time it's like why do I learn this yeah. it's a very good question <laughs> right yeah. Uh, the only reason I then decided to switch on to it is because I decided I wanted to become a stockbroker mm-hmm. at the age of about 14, 15. I was like, oh, I need to, although I knew the math and stuff 
wouldn't necessarily be directly what I'd be doing on the job. Yeah. I was like, I need this as a prerequisite to get the job yeah. at the very least. So then all of a sudden I applied myself a lot more yeah. because I knew that that would be specific. But on the most part, like for the most part, education, in my opinion, unless you're an engineer, a lawyer, a doctor, a few caveated, caveated skill sets or, or job careers, mm. the stuff you're learning is completely up. Pointless. I know we've talked about. Yeah, I think I think as well. Like for our generation, we were kind of on that cusp of seeing the internet turn from its very beginnings into what it is now. And so I kind of think like when we were probably I don't know up until about secondary school. I'd say probably when we were about sixteen. Like you started to learn stuff in books. Mm -hmm. I remember at home having like the full A to Z uh, Britannica encyclopedias where if you wanted to learn, know something for your homework like that was where I had to go and find information um, but yeah now I think that kind of model of learning it hasn't changed from when we were at school to when kids were at school now now you have every single piece of information or every single opinion that's ever been had like literally in your pocket at all times like it feels very antiquated now like a bit redundant yeah and there's something we talk about a lot at the moment is um Today, actually, I uh, put a TikTok post up that's gone pretty viral. Mm. And a big question I've got off the back of it is like, I talked a little bit about, about Rishi Sunak and the fact that his wife and he are very wealthy and they play by different rules to most people. Um, they don't play by different rules, they understand the rules differently to other people. Mm. That, let me rephrase that, that I, I said that wrong. Everyone's playing by the same rules. Whether you choose to break them, that's your point. Like, I'm not a criminal, I'm not advocating yeah. criminal activity, but what I'm saying is you can play within the rules. Mm. But the problem is we don't get taught the rules. And the post I made on TikTok was about this, that I haven't got anything against you know, wealthy people. Um, I might have a good issue against the politician itself. That's a different thing entirely. I haven't got an issue against wealthy people that understand mm. the rules better. But what I said on there was that people need to basically wake up and understand that there's a set of rules out there that you don't know exist. Yeah. <laughs> Or you don't know how to play them, yeah. And a lot, of, I've got a, a lot of messages since my phone. I can feel in my pocket at the moment. It's like buzzing with people messaging me, yeah. saying, "Oh, how the hell do I break out of this yeah. this uh, position?" And I'm like, "Well, the antiquated, as you like so eloquently put it, mm. education system that we are told to follow by society, parents, mm -hmm. family, is dead." And the rich want people to continue following this system yeah. and be, in my opinion, uneducated against things like financial literacy or you know, mm -hmm. all these other things that are truly helpful in bettering your financial situation. No longer, like I said, they don't want you to follow those things because ultimately you, you, they become com com yeah, you become competition to them, yeah. right? Yeah. So the rich stay rich, the poor stay poorer. and education as you just said there is so widely now available on other platforms outside of the vacuum that is the modern education mm -hmm. system i say modern yeah. <laughs> right the thing that they claim is modern which you said hasn't been changed since in the last 100 years yeah so what what do you think people can do to empower themselves to start learning these rules and and, and, and utilize the resources that are freely available i think it's hard it's choosing like choosing I think your 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 role models like having a choice of your own it's like when you're when you're growing when you're a child like your role models like to, tend to be your family doesn't it or your teachers that yeah. kind of thing but I think when once you get to a point probably I don't know let's say like 
late early late teens like 16 17 18 I think when you're taking those first steps into the real world you need to be able to kind of look a bit more broadly and go okay are my role models acceptable role models for what I want out of life if they're not looked at the people who have got the things that you want mm. and kind of we always feel about this like kind of reverse engineer that kind of thing but you look at anyone that's really successful all these people have like lifelong learning ambitions very few people that are ultra successful or ultra wealthy have ever just gone I'm just going to do this one thing I'm just going to do this one thing forever and, and that be it like Alex Wormosey is a perfect example of that he is forever preaching about spending every single penny that you have and reinvesting it into education and improving yourself because mm-hmm. it's, it's the only way to do it I like what you said there about finding I think what social media is good for is helping you identify role models that you might not have otherwise knew existed mm-hmm. um, yeah. you have to be a little bit careful with that again in terms of the the shop window effect that you get with social media that you don't necessarily yeah. uh it's all the role models actually this is something that I really go off on quite a bit of a tangent I've really changed the way I look for my role models now for like people that are looking for role models yeah. um, because before I would look at like you said someone that's ne- that possibly achieved something that I want to achieve I thought oh, I'll do that but the metrics I was kind of basing these things on were quite shallow hmm. so for example like I, I found a few people I won't say names um few business people that I followed before that I was like, oh, I want to be just like them. Little did I realize they didn't have a family. They didn't have a social life. Yeah. They were actually pretty nasty people out to other people around mm-hmm. them because all they cared about was just one metric that I was benchmarking them on yeah. and actually didn't look at the big picture. So I was actually benchmarking role models, but I didn't realize that internally I had a lot of other things that I wanted to benchmark as well. So when I actually look for a role model now, I go way more in depth mm-hmm. and I have a bigger criteria to both. It's like, okay, same analogy of like trying to find a girlfriend, okay, yeah. for us, okay. You don't just go, well, I just want a blonde. <laughs> yeah. Like, I kind of want them to have a good personality, like if you were thinking about kids in the future, yeah. be a good parent, or good family, you know, all these other things you might want from them. Yeah. But the trouble is, is, it's very easy to just be like, oh, well, they're rich, they drive a Lamborghini, they do YouTube. I want yeah. well, what about all the other bits? How did yeah. they get there? Who did they walk over to get there? Did they walk over anyone? Yeah. Are they philanthropic? It's amazing, like the internet, as it as a resource for learning and improvement is, is unbelievable, I think. And I think it's great. So then once you've got a bit of a direction, then that's when you can start really planning out what it is that you want to do. So like I said, when I was um, at secondary school, 13, this is why I didn't bother with school. I had my first web design company. People don't believe I did this. It's like, yeah. I had my first web design company at 13. Decided I was going to do that because where I've always been quite good at business is identifying trends where things are going. So like you said, this is back in the days of like we were around when the, the internet was just coming into fruition. So a lot of people watching this like Gen Z, they've, they've been brought up with the internet, right? We didn't. We had AOL dial-up, which most people won't even know what it is. We had like a connection, of, an internet connection that would hooked up to your landline, which you probably don't know what that is either. So that when you pick up the phone, you hear a, a, an engaged tone because you were on the internet. Anyway, cut long story short, I was like, this, these, these websites started coming out. And I was like, what's this website malarkey all about? So, oh, you go onto a search engine, which then directs you to normally a website. Or if you know the address, you can put the domain name to your website. I was like, every business is going to need one of these. Yeah. That's what I thought. And I was like, every business needs one of these. I'm going to learn how to make them. Yeah. So, the first thing I did was I built a Warhammer website because I was a mega geek. And 
in my entrepreneurial spirit, what I did was is I got my mate, um, Jamie, who was really quite, he was really interested as well. And I was like, right, well you start learning graphic design <clears throat> and I'm gonna learn coding end. Mm -hmm. And what we'll do is we'll partner up and then we'll build a website. So he went away, did some graphics, this, that, and the other. So we built like a, a Warhammer website and it was pretty crap. Used Microsoft front page, which is a really clunky tool um, from obviously uh, Bill Gates is, is Microsoft. Um, anyway, built that and we're like, right, I'm gonna start building these websites for companies now. First thing I did was like, went to my dad and was like, do you know anyone that needs a website? Then we asked around and we yeah. ended up getting a, a second cousin that needed one. So this is the thing, right? So for anyone that's looking to start, it's way easier than you think. Mm -hmm. You literally just ask people that you know for something that they might need. Just fucking hammer it. Yeah. Found one. Um, I think I charged 350 quid for the website, mm -hmm. which for me was a lot of money when I was 13. Thought yeah. I was like mega rich. Said to my mate, oh, I've got this website. I didn't tell him what I was gonna do. I said, you do the graphics, so I'll give you 50 quid. Cool. So then I'm, you know, yeah. I'm fairly good up. Made the website. Point, point, point remains here is that when you kind of look and think about what you want to do with your life or you don't know what you want to do with your life, everything is now available for you. I mean, I learned how to, there wasn't even YouTube really around back then. Like I was learning how to code off of, I would buy books actually. I, used, yeah. I bought like how to for dummies. Um, <laughs> yeah. um, and, and books and then. I remember in your bedroom seeing like the C++ and HTML blog. Python. Massive textbooks. I'll be totally frank with you, I didn't read half of those. So I, yeah. was, I was trying to, but. But then it's the sort of things though, like for us growing up, like that was the same sort of thing. Like if you needed a snippet of information from it, you'd go through the book, you'd find the thing that you need, you'd use it and create something with it. And by the way, you didn't buy the books online either. You have to go into a bookstore <laughs> to buy the books. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Makes us sound so old. It does make it sound old, but I think the point remains is like, it's easier than ever to learn. It's easier than ever to start something up and like just, just educating yourself and upskilling as Alex Hormozzi was saying in today's mm. age are un undereducated. Yes, which <laughs> is not from, it's one of those ones because I want to say it's not, it's not anyone's fault in particular. Yes it is. I think people are taught in the wrong way. I think no one is taught to want to learn more. Okay. That's that's the way that I kind of look at it. I don't think, I think that the schooling system in particular now should be focused on instilling a passion for lifelong learning more so than anything else, as opposed to go and sit in a classroom, do X, Y, Z and be tested on X, Y, Z at the end of it. I think there's enough people out there now making enough noise about the fact that most people are uneducated on a lot of topics that they need to know mm. for people not to sit up and listen. I think, frankly, yeah. most people are just fucking lazy oh, yeah, and don't want point. to learn yeah. and ignorance is bliss. Mm -hmm. And I think we're not undereducated un un by a lack of choice. I think it's purely choice because everyone knows they've got free resources. Everyone knows there's free resources. Yeah. Everyone knows that there's a game out there to be played. Mm -hmm. And there's the people at the top know the rules, yeah. and the rules can be learned. Mm -hmm. For you to be told or thought otherwise, there might be a few people that have very pessimistic outlooks on life, but for the most part, I refuse to believe that the average person isn't aware, at least, the very least, of the fundamental principles of what I'm talking about. Yeah. So their choice to be uneducated in that aspect 
It's purely their fault. Yeah. So when they sit there and complain, and they read brought like uh, tabloid newspapers, and all get on off in the hype about some rich person who's got this, that, and the other, and they're hard done by, and the victim mentality. Strap up and go and educate yourself. Mm-hmm. Because as we just said, I built a business when I was thirteen, learning stuff from a book, but utilize the the new tech that's out now, and the internet still is new, right? Yeah. It's, it's all evolving in new way. But NFTs coming out. There's digital currencies out. Not like I know much about them. But there's so many opportunities here mm-hmm. in terms of things that you can do and things that you can learn and, and places that you can improve upon. Yeah. I think people are just damn lazy. Yeah. Gotta put the reps in. And if you watch this video, I've just told you that information. So then don't complain to me. Like you know. But yeah. I think people I think you're you're being too 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 polite about that. Yeah. I, I think education is the holy grail. Skilling yourself is the holy grail. You don't need to know everything about everything. That's your bag of tricks. I'm not interested in that. I want applied learning in things that I want to be good at. Yeah. Now I suppose if you don't have anything you want to be good at, you don't have any, you're completely content with your life, then for one, I'm massively envious of you and well done, you've nailed it. Yeah. But don't sit there complaining about this, that and the other or being a victim when you've got everything at your fingertips. Yeah. I think it was, uh, got to remember names, Henry David Theroux said I think is the, uh, the mass of men lead lives of quiet desperation. And mm-hmm. goes the grave of the song still in them. And do you think uh, they're? Quite, do you think it's quite desperation nowadays? I think it's quite uh, vocal. <laughs> I think no. I'd say that. I say the vocal is always the minority. It's always the minority that shouts the loudest. Maybe. I think. I think there is still like a lot of people out there that. I mean, using that from the sort of response to your TikTok videos and stuff recently. There's a lot of people that know that they're in a position that they're not happy with, but they. I genuinely think that they don't know how to get out of it. No, so I am actually going to put something together to, to, to really start helping people. This is, I, I've realized that there is a lot of people that actually do want to get out. They are aware that mm. there's rules out there they don't know how to play and they want to be educated on that. Um, so I am putting together something to help people with that and hopefully they'll be able to drop that this week actually. Um, but I think that's even a minority though. I still think that's a minority of people that actually would yeah. have to do something. But it all comes down to education. For those of you that do want to better yourselves and, and, and move on with your life and evolve, it's a continuous process. Like, yes, I've done well, but for me to continue to do well, I'll have to continue to learn. Yeah, well, the world changes and you have to keep learning how to keep up. Like, and it's not gonna, it's gonna keep changing way faster than it already is. Yeah. I mean, as we just said earlier, like, I <laughs> we had, floppy disks at school like we didn't like there would be like one computer in the entire school that people yeah. used like no one had computers at home no. no one had computers at home no it was a big deal it was a big deal like, and when I talk about computers I'm not talking about like what people do now like the little lap- laptops or whatever we're mm-hmm. talking about big chunky white things that like <laughs> with a massive yeah. and like I I had grand like we there was people that had black and white TVs mm-hmm. when we were growing up yeah so just to give something a uh, the rate at which things are changing, which means that you're going to have to learn how to learn quicker mm-hmm. yeah. to stay ahead. Yeah, it's exponential. Which is fun. I think the the fear of change is also another massive thing that people suffer from in terms of not allowing them to go and learn new things because they're so scared of changing what yeah. they, they know. Mm-hmm. I think dropping that mindset is huge. Yeah. I think having the willingness to learn and try new things as well is essential. Yeah, which comes off the back of not being scared of change. You'll only be willing yeah. to do it if you're not scared of the change. I think if you look at it all as an exciting thing, 
and yeah. embrace change. Yeah. You'll be far more open to wanting to learn something. It's yeah. like, I, I work into so many industries now, like for example, um, the lighting industry, the way wholesalers work, where they, a business is selling to businesses, mm-hmm. they use all these old rebate things, they do things, and, and estate agencies another way as well, the way yeah. they're selling. And then what happens is if you're someone new coming to these things, like the, the older people that have been doing it for years don't want the change, mm-hmm. they're gonna end up in the, the graveyard. Yeah. Because you have to be dynamic, you have to be open. So just get open to it. Look at it all as a yeah. fun, exciting journey and, and, and know that learning and becoming an ever evolved version of what you were a year ago, maybe maybe even a week ago, the way it's going, yeah. is all part of it. Yeah. If you, if, you start, if you start something now, like you'll be leaps and bounds ahead of your competition by the time they decide to finally start. When it feels comfortable. Because that's when most people start things. So like, oh, it's like, everyone's been doing this thing for a little while now, I think there's enough information out there. So I'll, I'll start now. Now it's comfortable. But I think if you kind of get, well, everyone knows this, get ahead of the curve. If something takes off, you're gonna do so much better from it. How do you think we, how do you think people are going to learn going forward? Do you think that the academic system is gonna break? Do you think it will remain as it is? <laughs> Neuralink, probably. It'd be like the Matrix, I think you just get like, just sit back, little USB like into your head and like, oh, there you go, you know how to do math now. I'm talking more about like, you know, the traditional education system, you know, the school. Yeah. Do you think, I've, I've seen, I saw an article actually, it was an American article, Gary Vee put it up, mm-hmm. funny enough, that um, there's been massive reductions in people applying to college in the US every year, year on year. Mm-hmm. There's more, which for me makes me very happy. Yeah. Yeah, I think, I think, yeah, the traditional education system is pretty fucked, to be honest. Um, university, I think, is now completely pointless unless you're going into a STEM field, mm-hmm. like you said earlier, science, technology, engineering, medicine. Um, law is probably another one. Like, there's always going to be lawyers, people that understand the law. But even with that, like, to be a solicitor now, you don't need to memorise thousands of thousands of cases in order to be a good solicitor like if anything you need to be good at arguing good at picking loopholes like the actual skills involved in that particular job are more important now than your, your, your general knowledge around the topic um, the trouble is there's how would you say it? probably like the systemic importance in traditional education like you say in terms of keeping people subservient and keeping like the majority of people like behaving and thinking in the same way so I don't know to be honest that it's a hard one to say well I think the value given through any service will dictate the longevity of that thing if people are now seeing that there is alternatives to the modern education system which there hasn't really been mm-hmm. until starting to now yeah then the vacuum that was once hopefully the education system as a traditional thing will hopefully start to have pressure applied to it because when it is a money-making machine effectively mm-hmm. it works it, it, solves, it serves a couple of purposes as you said it works as a brainwashing tool to keep people very organized thinking the same way so from a control mechanism for the government it's great mm-hmm. but also for the financial institutions the biggest asset the american government owns is educational debt on their balance sheet yeah, it's, it's huge right yeah. so it's a massive money-making machine as well, to boot. Yeah, you can and never get rid of it either. So if you're, if you're paying for something that's offering you less value, right? So it's like, 
It's like walking, it's buying something that's gonna cost you more than you know you can sell it for. Mm-hmm. That's effectively what the education system has now become. It wasn't yeah. that way before. Yeah. But now since it's broken, and now that's okay, and it's worked because it was in a vacuum and there was no alternative. Now there's alternatives coming out. There's gonna be stress and pressure put on that education system. So I'm hoping if enough people pull away from the demand of traditional education, they will have to do something to provide more value in it. So at least then at an intrinsic, an intrinsic level. The trouble is I don't think inherently just by the way that it's, it works, I don't think it can ever have that value. Like, not anymore, like, not anymore, but it, it can't just stay the same way that it is. You know, yeah. They'll be forced to change because ultimately if the, the thing if it becomes less, doesn't become profitable anymore, they'll have to change it. Mm. It's a business. They yeah. won't fund it if it's, make, if it's losing money. Yeah. Um, that was the whole uh, tuition fee scandal, wasn't it? Like an overnight tripling of university tuition fees with no basis whatsoever, and then we would like more money, please. That was, that was in the UK, wasn't it? That was, yeah. I was very lucky. I was. We were the last. We were year. the last year. We were the last year before they tripled. Um, yeah, I wouldn't have paid. No, I wouldn't have paid. So this is it's okay because you don't have to pay it back until you're earning more money. <laughs> Put me to think. Education as a whole has got a bad rep because the predominant provider of education are shit. Yeah. Right. And I think what we need to to look at is education as as a whole is like they like said the elixir of growth. Mm. personal growth financial growth all these things yeah. and to be tainted by a corrupt system that's provided this thing that very few people can actually see the value in yeah. would be a detriment and disservice to yourself whereas we need to look at education as more of a, pos- a much more positive thing and empower people to become more educated on their own off their own back to yeah. learn things that will help them with pursuing through life on a path that's going to fulfill them mm-hmm. and hit goals that they want to hit because you know, just because the education system doesn't do that for you doesn't mean you should stop learning and it is a massive like I said it's a massive shame that a lot of people have stopped learning um, and stop learning as soon as they leave school yeah um, I think it's because it, it gets ruined by school because they realize they were promised all these things from education mm-hmm. at school that never actually really happened yeah but I'm here to tell you that if you really do want to get out of this rut, you really want to do better things with your life and pursue better and, and achieve better goals, then education is everything. And figuring out how to learn those things, how you learn personally is another great thing as well. Learn how you learn, learn from other people that have done and been where you want to be based on benchmarks that you set that are all encompassing. Yeah. That is a big thing is that learning to learn. Learning to learn. We talked about that a lot. I mean, yeah. they should teach you that in school, but they don't. <laughs> yeah, um, they should. That should, that should be the, the, the thing that they teach you. should be the first thing you learn, is how to learn. Yeah. I had this conversation with my brother, my primary school teacher. So I always say that, like, for me now, I would... Oh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> like, if a kid's interested in something, encu- well, I don't understand why that thing is just not encouraged now. It's like... We got some flack over talking about children with ADHD and the fact that every fucking child now has ADHD. It's because everything outside of traditional education is so much more stimulating, so much more engrossing, and the education system just hasn't kept up. So, like, why would a child want to sit in a chair and learn fucking English, maths, science, 
like history in a way that isn't engaging something you can teach these things in a way that's engaging you can just encourage children to want to learn about things because children are, are people inherently are just naturally curious mm -hmm. so why wouldn't you teach someone the skills so anytime they are curious about something or interested in something they can go away and learn about it I think this is the thing right so it's not necessary yes that's one aspect of it so how can we improve how fun something is but this is where I think education gets it completely wrong is that a kid might be super interested in history mm. hate math yeah. right? so what they do is they go well he's probably going to get a B in history but he's failing math so mm. what we'll do is we'll triple the effort he's putting into math yeah. to bring up something he doesn't enjoy yeah. right? so that makes no sense to hit their, their, their grades so then what mm. you've done is you force the kid into doing something that he really doesn't enjoy doing when his passion is history yeah. now take a, a workplace I'm just thinking about this now right? so you've got three employees one's great at you know, fucking producing or, or, or manufacturing, like actually making the thing. One's great with the, the systems behind that mm. thing. One's great at sales. Now, if the guy at sales was shit at manufacturing, you don't make them all do the same job, exactly. right? You go, well, you're great at sales, you're great yeah. at building, you're great at the, the coding. Mm -hmm. What we'll do is we'll put you on courses for each of your individual things that you love to do and make you exceptional. Yeah. And this is what we, as a, as a business owner, is what I do with my employees. I don't try and make them do everything. So the schooling system should identify what people love to do, nurture that, find the best things for that, and, and help them flourish in that and drop everything else. Yeah, Triple down on the things they're good at. Yeah, this is it. It's once you see, the thing is as well, like when you're trying to drag someone up and force them to do something that they don't enjoy and they're not very good at, all you do is you kill the enjoyment of that learning process. Whereas exactly. if you encourage people to grow and develop in one area, as soon as their interest changes which it probably will they'll have that positive experience behind it to be like oh okay I can go on and I can learn something well, not only that you talked about um, the guy that wrote Peak whatever his name was um, yeah Anders Ericsson there's some people with genetic predispositions this that and the other those mm -hmm. people will tend to be they will tend to like the things they're good at right mm -hmm. so you're going to tend to have genetically gifted people doing things they like to do yeah. now if you trickle down on these people early on you're gonna have the best engineers, you're gonna have the best artists, you're gonna have yeah. the best musicians. Exactly. Exponentially way further ahead because they've got all the time and attention on that thing that they were genetically good at, which they enjoyed doing, mm -hmm. which they did over and over again. Yeah. Uh, so as a society, we all benefit more yeah. from that way of thinking. Mm -hmm. But you can do that yourself as well. So just to, to wrap up here, if you as an individual hate doing something to the point in which you, know, you don't have to do it to, to get by, drop it. Yeah. triple down on the things that you really love to do because the prerequisite to success is consistency but you won't ever be consistent if you don't love what you do and you won't love to learn and you won't improve yeah. even if you think you need to be doing that thing like education is so manipulable it's so malleable yeah which is what I love about it I think we mentioned it last week I think it was with, uh, Jordan Peterson said it's like if you're not seeing progress in anything just pick one thing and aim single-mindedly at that one thing because you start to see progress so if it's something that you enjoy I would ideally always yeah put the caveat of that try yeah. and make something you enjoy yeah preferably. exactly yeah but it doesn't matter do it. what that thing it doesn't is. matter what it is no. it doesn't have to be productive but as long as you're seeing progress in it it just kickstarts that so in essence I think one thing I want people to leave if they've sat through this is, <laughs> is to feel more empowerment in the ability to be able to dictate their future because I think what happens is people go through the broken system and, and feel like there's no future because mm. what they were promised didn't come to fruition. Yeah. And that really upsets me. And people that then give up at that point because they were sold a lie effectively yeah. and then stop to learn and stop to stop to dream mm. because they feel like 
it's over. Yeah. I'm here to tell you that it's not. And education in itself can be the thing that pulls you out of that. Mm-hmm. But just do what you love. Educate yourself in things that you love. Learn from people that you know that you want to be like and emulate. But be careful with that. And um, just start. Just fucking just start. Just fucking start. And if you don't know how to start, <laughs> watch our podcast from last week. <laughs> Hope you enjoy, guys. Please hit that subscribe button, share it with friends, comment below if you disagree or agree with anything that we said. And Tell us what you learned from this podcast. Please do. <laughs> See you on the next one. Peace.